I'm Yvette Mayer and this is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a corporate dropout with a 30-year background in marketing and advertising who, after a breast cancer-style wake-up call, realized I felt stuck and drained and longed to feel lit up and liberated. Forward to today and I am living that reality. I'm an online intuitive business coach with a multi-six-figure business living as a digital nomad and supporting my clients, my students and you to grow online businesses that are profitable, scalable and impact driven. If you're ready to feel lit up and liberated as you claim your place as a digital CEO, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast with me, Yvette, and another from the car episode. I hope you're doing well. It's been a little quiet on the podcast for the last few weeks. You will remember, if you're a regular listener, that I have been in Bali uh, for six weeks. I got back yesterday, and whilst I was doing a very good job of balancing it all, and that included recording and publishing podcast episodes, as the time went on, things were coming up. Some of it was, let's be honest, I'm not in the mood because have a beach to go to. That was less of a no. Uh, more than that, I had some internet challenges and then my iPhone stolen and that for everything into disarray. So my apologies. It wasn't personal. Well, it might have been personal for me, but it wasn't about you. I have just taken my sweet time to get things back in order and that's what is truly fabulous about operating as the CEO. You can Take a pause and re-think where you're putting your energy to make sure that it's in the right places, especially in times when you don't have the time resource that you usually have. Now, I, as I said, I got back yesterday. I am in the car. Funnily enough, I'm driving to Canberra, which is exactly where I was driving when I shared my first announcement that I decided to become a digital nomad. And so here I am again, driving to Canberra and recording a podcast. And I was driving along thinking about what is most on my mind right now to share with you so that you would get some real-time growth expansion inside, not secret, but like the reality of what I am going through, because what you go through, you grow through that I think is truly relevant to you as well. And something that's been coming up for me over the last few weeks, as I've been in Bali and thinking about my moves over the next few years in both my business and in life, is this sense of choice. And I realised that from a place of choice, and yeah, as a business owner, We all have choice, but I am also in a stage of my life where I have financial choice. How do I choose in a way that helps me have the most high-quality life? And what I've realized is that, well, A, I do absolutely love Bali, but one of the things that I've realized that hasn't been as Well, it hasn't been where I want it to be, 
without any real awareness for this, is there being a little bit more of a separation around my energy between when I'm in my work and when I'm not in my work. Now, this is very, very common when you have a small and growing business that you think about your business all of the time. And I'm talking about in the middle of the night, when you're out with friends, when you're with your partner, you are somewhat present and there's another part of your brain which is constantly coming back to the business, the business, the business. I'm sure you relate. Uh, I, I am absolutely in a place where I, we all have our things, right? We all have our stories. But one of the things that I would share that has definitely influenced my relationship with energy in and outside my business is that being a single woman, that financially, the buck stops here. And as I move towards my twilight years, that's what makes me sound so old, Although, yeah, for many of you, consider me to be so old at 51. It's become even more true to me because I don't have children that I need to provide for myself, not now, or yes now, but longer term as well. And so leaving my corporate role and even the fact that I was on a huge salary and that came with superannuation, retirement savings as part of that, making the decision to leave that to grow my business is is huge in terms of risk at the stage of my life without having already, for instance, paying off, having paid off my main residence. And so I know that there's been a lot of financial drive for me to make the business work from a financial perspective because that would make me feel safe. Now, this is where we're really going to get into the genesis of this episode because I have come to realise that we all have needs, right? We have human needs. And I've been having a look at this for myself around what are those needs that I feel most deeply connected to that drive my decisions and fill up space, if you like, uh, in terms of my focus. And I'm actually, like if, you, if you're having a look at like Maslow's hierarchy of needs or any of, the, any of the other ways to look at needs, there'll be a different or a higher or lower amount of risk that you're prepared to take. And some people like variety and stimulation, so a more risk-prone or are actually really comfortable with risk as opposed to others who are very much value certainty. But certainty is a very, for most people, a very high need. But I am actually the opposite. So I don't have the same level of certainty as a driver as most. And I actually crave the, the the newness and the change, and that's why becoming a digital nomad and you know, even my recent decision to go to Bali for six weeks—they stimulate my need for change and yes, growth. But that's that's who I am as a human, and yet, 
and yet, and yet, and yet, because of all the things that I kind of introed with, I've become very aware that I have this, like, desperate need for certainty, but it's not a personal need. It's something that I've been wanting from my business. How interesting. How interesting that I have been asking my business to help me feel safe. Mind-blowing. Because, let's be real, our businesses are not about safety. It's a little bit like having an investment portfolio or buying real estate. That then, yeah, they can feel safe, but actually, they're going to go up and down. The markets are going to change. The variations are going to change, and that's the same as a business. They are always going to be dependent upon the economic environment, who's working in the business, strategy, like there's so many aspects, right? And regardless of everything going right in 80% of cases, Something's happened externally, let's say COVID for some industries, where everything unravels. And so if you're looking, like I've been looking, for safety in your business, and that means, in a lot of ways, consistent money, then it's kind of misplaced. Now, there's other human needs as well. So I would love you, as a follow-up to this podcast, to go and kind of do a little bit of work around your needs and have a look at... Just, just go and Google human needs and you and maybe even do a quiz and find out for yourself what comes up strongly for you. What I can tell you for me is that what comes up really strongly is significance and contribution. Yes, I also you know rank highly on variety versus certainty, but let's let's also explore some of the others. So when I think about this significance of contribution, again, that is something that I think personally versus what my business needs. But what I can do and what we can all do is make choices that align with our needs and they then reflect in the business. And so for me, when I look at this and I think, okay, I need significance. So that means that as a genuine need of mine, and you've probably heard this from me in the past, I want to create a legacy, and part of that is that I don't have kids. And so for me, creating a legacy is also part of how I live on beyond my years in the world. And so for me, if I can figure out how do I create that impact in my business in a way that creates continual ripple effects, that is a resource thing for me to do in my business. But I create the legacy, not my business. Let's keep coming back to that. And then from a contribution perspective, I'm very driven to make that positive impact. And so, again, like how do I do that using my business as a vehicle? When it comes to safety, I think this is where it's a little bit different. So, it, and, you know, I know I said certainty doesn't rank highly for me, but what I've found and what I think is true for me is that I've wanted I, I wanted my business to take care of the safety and certainty like an outsourced place. A little bit like when I had a job and a consistent salary, in many regards, I was outsourcing that safety elsewhere and relying on 
the job to give me it. And again, jobs, they can also go, let's be fair. But I've been, you know, very used to outsourcing this safety and personally living in a place of higher risk, higher variety. And that worked quite well in balance. That being said, when you're in business for yourself and your personal and your business line get a lot um, lot more blurry, then what ends up happening, and I think safety is one I want to explore the rest of this episode, is when we need safety, it makes us act needily, needy, right? And it's a little bit like if you were wanting a new relationship and instead of just desiring it, wanting it and, and trusting and believing that you're worthy of it, feeling like you need that person or you need a person. And then what ends up happening is energetically you're sending out these desperation is a bit of a push, but you're sending out these neediness vibes. And so we need to be very careful around how much we need money to be the measure of our success in business. When we're showing up in that I need safety, which means I need money, then regardless of whether anyone else is picking up on the vibe you're putting out there, you won't feel fully aligned energetically with the offers that you're making and in the way that you're showing up if you're constantly feeling this need and fear. Now, I have personally been through so many seasons in my business when it's been flying and then not flying so as well. And I've definitely experienced the reflection around my mood and my energy based on is my business working? I, I just did air quotes in, I'm in the car, you know, air quotes while I'm driving, not all that safe with both hands off the wheel. But stick with me. When you're not, when you're relying on your business to constantly give you reassurance in the form of yeses and money, then you're actually doing it wrong. And this is where I see an opportunity for all of us. Because it is when we put ourselves into an environment of being open for business and open for clients from a place where we don't need it because we feel incredibly worthy. We are so confident in our value. We know we are worthy. We know our work is amazing and that our impact is being felt. That is the energy of attraction. And it can be pretty damn easy to get out of that energy if you are outsourcing safety versus how can I create a safe environment for me personally? And this is what I'd like you to do. I know I've asked you to do a couple of things after this over this episode, but what I'd like you to do is genuinely look at if you don't feel safe and if you have this experience where money is the thing that you attach safety to and you do feel like you're putting pressure on your business to bring you more safety, aka more money, how can 
you grow your worthiness, your value, and even the environment that you're in so that you feel safe regardless of your business. So some of the things you might be thinking about are a lot of you, I would imagine, one of the biggest fears you have is going back to a corporate job. And so that gets you into this place of I need this so that I don't have to do that. And so the pressure that you're putting on your business, again, how can we just use that or how, how can we like release the valve and think about how do you feel safe without it? So do you feel safe because, and these are just an example, because you are in a marriage or a relationship where you agree that there's a period of time or there's a another element in dynamic in your relationship where it's okay if the finances look X, Y, Z for a period of time and it's something that you work on together and that makes you feel safe. Like basically if you get approval from the other stakeholder that they're good with X, Y, Z, that may make you feel safe. Now I know that in most instances that'll be like, no, that is not gonna that's not gonna work for me. But what I was thinking about next was well what if then instead of painting a worst case scenario of I have to get a a job, a J O B and I have to go back in corporate as a worst case solution, how else could you support yourself financially outside of your business? So what else could it look like? Could it be that you decide that the next best option to being full-time in your own business is taking a three-day-a-week role in another business that aligns perfectly with your business so that you're expanding your skill set and you're getting more experience that will benefit your your own business and actually doing work you enjoy even though it's not for yourself. I think that is a beautiful place to play. And I will share that I have a number of clients who came to me with a very fixed view of I must make the money inside my main business for me to be a success, which is absolute BS. Like, as a CEO of your life, there are levers that you can pull that are far beyond your own business, and it all matters. And so, you know, the clients that I've worked with around this have, have ended up saying yes to what they thought was a no and actually enjoying the process because it's been a yes because, yes because, if I take this on, it means that I'm going to gain exposure, experience, safety, whatever that looks like, and saying it in a way where they're fully able to also trust themselves, because that's what it really safety comes back to, trust themselves, that they'll only do it as long as it feels good. And then if it doesn't feel good, it's time to rethink and think of a, a new, innovative way of feeling safe. That may be because the business is booming, but it doesn't have to be. Interesting way to think, am I right? What I most want you to consider is that your business isn't the place for safety, it's one of the many levers that you have that will 
provide a sense of safety, but safety sits within you. Safety sits within your ability to love, trust, value, and consider yourself worthy, regardless of what is happening in your business. Now, the reason I'm going to be completely honest, this has come through for me, is over the last few weeks, I realized, being in Bali, that I could retire there, and I say retire literally, but they basically have a retirement visa in Bali at age 55. So it's less than four years away from, from me now to be able to have this particular visa. And if you have that visa, then you're not in, living in the situation where you're constantly in and out doing visa runs and you're, you're legally allowed to be there. Not working, but you're legally allowed to be there. And so at first I was like, well, that's interesting. But over time, I started to play out, well, what would it look like for me if I, at that point in my life, created an investment strategy that was all about cash flow? So less risky in terms of building the the balloon, shall we say, the foundation, and more focused on the... Well, I know in the share market, what comes back to you in terms of dividends is what I'm talking about. Uh, it could also look like specific property investment solutions that are all about, I, I wanted to say positively gearing, and I guess that's true, but also being able to buy property outright, which is still positive, but in a way where you're specifically selecting the portfolio to deliver your cash flow. And... This got, this sent me down a, wow, like I literally am at a point where I could not work ever again because if I did this, 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 then, oh, I don't, I don't actually need to work. Now, I don't want to stop working and that is not even, like I'm not even sharing this because I want you to know there's a solution for you like that. It's more about how that felt in my nervous system. And it felt free. It felt like, actually, I don't need my business to be the seven-figure success that I still want to be. But I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need it. What I want is to continue to make a incredibly positive contribution in the world through my business as a vehicle. What I want is to focus on opportunities in my business which allow me to connect into feeling more significant. And that is also playing out in terms of me thinking, right, so when I am not getting the immediate feedback on things that I'm doing in my business, given me this opportunity to reflect on how I align into doing the things where I get more feedback. So things like my mastermind is a great example of this where I show up, I make a positive impact, I make a positive contribution and I am met with so much gratitude and growth and I thrive in that, okay? So that I feel extremely significant as well. So my business is allowing me to do both of those things. And in terms of Safety, it's not, it's not as safe a place as 
others. And that's cool too. Like, and I, I genuinely believe that when we can get to a place where we're less... I know my friend Emma Dunwoody, who's been on this podcast before, who's the Human Science Podcast host, podcaster, um, she calls it strangling the guinea pig. It's like when you love something so much that you, like, smother it, basically. And I think that that is one of the risks that we have with business is we're, we're like, smother it. We're, we're so busy trying to love it and make it work and get it to give us what we what we need that it's, like, it curls up and it's like, oh, my God, let it go. And so that's what, that's what the lesson for me through this exploring what my life looks like beyond the business but around safety and around money and figuring out that I don't need to work but I freaking well want to and I love what I do and I can't wait to do more of it has really shifted me at a deep level in terms of this nervous system attachment to outcomes as a metric. Uh, and I don't mean outcomes in terms of impact, I mean financial outcomes. And this has freed me so much, which is what I love, right? Feeling lit up and liberated. And so whilst I know you're not going to be able to take everything that I've said here and relate it back to you, I did think of all of the things that have dropped in for me in the, the last few weeks since I recorded a podcast. This was the most worth sharing. Now, I would love for you to let me know after listening to this episode what it brought up to you, how it made you feel. What it actually led you to discovering about yourself and your expectations of your business? What do you need versus what you want? To do that, let me know. Um, jump into my Instagram DM or send me an email anytime. Don't forget also to leave me a review because FYI, significance is my jam and also helps other people find the podcast, grow the podcast and the more the podcast grows, the more I enjoy it because I know that I'm having a greater impact I'm being in service to more people, and I feel more significant. How about that? Let's end this episode here. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll be back again soon. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I truly appreciate you being here, and if you appreciate me, why not jump on into iTunes and leave me a review? Five star would be nice. Share it on social media. I can't wait to get to know you. Jump into my DM on the gram anytime at Yvette Mayer underscore. Other than that, there's a boatload of info in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon. Bye for now.